Welcome to a life-transforming experience with the Word of God from Bishop Napoleon Asian. Napoleon Asian is the son of Bishop Dag Hewitt Mills and the head of the LCI mission in Cape Town, South Africa. With about 20 years experience in ministry, Bishop Napoleon Asian has been actively involved with the work of God in Ghana, UK, and now a missionary in South Africa. He stands with his father in the ministry, teaching and emphasizing his word with extraordinary grace and faith. Join us now as he delivers the word of God under the anointing. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this unique privilege we have to be in your presence. Lord, we don't take this for granted. It is indeed a blessing and a joy to be alive and to be part of the living. We lift our voices, we lift our hands and we declare your glory. We say, oh Lord, let all we are and have and whoever amount to never cease to sing your praise. We worship you. We adore you. We praise you. We lift your name on high. We say thank you, thank you for being our God. Thank you for being so kind to us. Thank you for your mercies. Thank you for your kindness. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your grace. Lord, this afternoon, we ask that you grant us the spirit of understanding that our being here will not be in vain. Fill us with yourself. Heal us, touch us and deliver us from that which is not of you. We give you all the glory in Jesus' mighty name. And all the saints shall shout and say, Amen. 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 Somebody put your hands together. And please be seated in heavenly places. Hallelujah. Well, like our... Brother said, Paul said that concerning spiritual or spiritual gifts, he will not have us to be ignorant. Hallelujah. You know, just as a little boy or a little girl, somebody who is infant, does not know his bodily parts, it's the same also for people who are not spiritually mature. You may be uh, 20 years or 24 years physically, but your spiritual age is always different. Are you here? In the spirit, growth is not determined by time. No, there is no even time in the spirit. There is no distance in the spirit. That is why you can be here and pray for somebody somewhere and the person will get healed. Are you here? Yeah. So in the physical, when we say somebody is uh, 20 years, depending on where the person is from, it means from the time the person came out of the mother's womb, it's been 20 years. So age in the physical realm is determined by time. Is that not it? And I'm told that in Korea, they add the nine months in the womb. Yeah, so age, your age is plus the nine months, which is not bad. 
Are you here? But in the spirit, in the, your growth is determined by something else. So the Bible says, as newborn babes, when you get born again, no matter how old you are, you become a newborn babe. A baby that is born like fresh at the word. Hmm? That the baby will be crying. Day one. Even you may be 30 years, when you get born again, in the spirit, you are a newborn babe. Hallelujah. And how do you grow? As newborn babe, desire what? The sincere milk of the word. Of the word of God. That you may grow thereby. So the agent of growth in the spirit is the word of God. Hallelujah. Are you here? The agent of growth in the physical is time. But in the spirit, the word of God is one of it. Another one will be prayer. Another one will be your obedience to the word of God. Not just the reading. Because you can read the word of God just like eating. If you don't digest it, if you don't swallow, you will not benefit from the nutrients. So reading the word of God doesn't let you grow. That's why Satan also quotes the Bible, but he doesn't do it. What causes you to grow? Your obedience to the word of God is one of it. Hallelujah. And we notice that when you, we got born again, when you get born again, your uh, spirit is recreated. In fact, the Bible tells us that the day Adam and Eve sinned in the uh, uh, garden, they died. God said, don't eat of this uh, tree that is in the midst of it. Because the day that you shall eat of this fruit, you shall surely die. Are you there? And they ate the fruit. And spiritual death occurred. So the only time we are recreated or revived, regenerated, back into life is when we are born again. That is what Jesus told Nicodemus. He said, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom. Are you here? So being born again, because something happened in the garden that made us spiritually dead to come alive. And you can be dead and still be around. For instance, when somebody has stroke, the part of the body that has stroke is dead. But it will be hanging there. That is how you should understand the spiritual death. Your spirit will be hanging around, will be there, but it's dead. When we say that somebody who has a stroke, the part of the body that has stroke is dead, what does it mean? It means that portion does not respond to stimuli. When you touch that portion, the person doesn't feel. Hello? Is it true or correct? Am I saying the right thing? So you see that the person has the uh, part that is affected, pulling the part along. It cannot lift it. It cannot control it. And not because that part is dead. Who died in them. It can even be cut by it. He wouldn't feel it. So when we also died in the garden, what happened is that we uh, did not feel after God. Do you understand? The love of God, the fear of God, the emotion, what? makes us respond to 
God also went away. That is why we became hardened unbelievers, criminals, murderers, sinners, doing bad things, and we did not have any remorse until we got born again. Are you here? Yeah, so it is so important for us to understand what happened to us. So when you are newborn babe or you are a Christian, just as we know our bodily parts, you need to understand that we have, we are spirits. Okay? We have soul and we live in this body. Is that okay? And from the day you got born again, that is the day that the Holy Spirit came over us. So we started talking about the Holy Spirit, who is the third person of the Godhead. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And I explained to you that the Bible says there are three that bear record in heaven. The Father, the Word, and the Holy Spirit. And these three are one. Why? Because these are the three that were not created. Are you there? Yeah, and we were talking about the Holy Spirit. And we saw the Holy Spirit, the baptism of the Spirit. Last week, we spoke about the gifts of the Spirit. Hallelujah. So today, for a short time, I'm sharing with you the fruits. The fruits of the Spirit. Hallelujah. The fruits of the Spirit. Now... You get born again. The only reason why you got born again is because the Holy Spirit came over you and recreated that which was dead. That we died in Eden. That we did not allow us to respond to God, to love God, to feel after God, to obey God, to not have any remorse that we are doing wrong things. If you are properly born again, you notice that the things that you did happily when you were not born again. Now, you are not even happy when, if not even done it, but you even think of doing it. You begin to feel that, mm, why am I even thinking? Now your own thought even condemns you. Do I have a witness? Or uh, you are still happy about those things? Yeah, that is a sign. That is a sign that now you are responding to God. Did you understand? That is a sign that you are now alive. Your spirit is alive. Because you are not a mind. And you are not a flesh. You are a spirit and you have all these things. Hallelujah. And we saw that the born again experience is the first thing that happened when the Holy Spirit came unto us. Then he gave us the opportunity to speak in tongues. And we spoke about the baptism of the Holy Spirit. We spoke about the gifts. And we saw nine gifts. Do you remember? You spoke about the gift of utterance, the one that came from the mouth, which were diverse kinds of tongues, interpretation of tongues, and prophesy. Then we saw the gifts, the power gifts, the gift of faith, the gift of healing, and working of miracles. And we saw also the gift, that the revelatory gifts, that comes through the mind and the eye. You see and you uh, uh, have the picture. Which were? Come again. Word of wisdom. 
word of knowledge and discernment of spirit. Are you there? May you operate all these gifts. May the Holy Spirit give you all these gifts. In the name of Jesus. Are you there? So, how does this gift come? We are moving to the fruit. Now, one of the things you need to understand about the gift of the Spirit is that it is not, it's just like your iPhone. You don't need one iPhone that can make a call and another iPhone that can test. You don't need three iPhones. One can make a call, one can test, and one can take pictures. You don't need four iPhones. One can call, one can test, one can take pictures, and one can uh, go on the net. No, the same phone can do all these things. That is why when you read from the First Corinthians chapter 12, it says that it is the same spirit. It said to one, the same spirit, the same iPhone can take pictures. The same iPhone can go on net. The same iPhone can test. They can send emails. Can or even do a scan. The same I. So the Holy Spirit that you have, the same Holy Spirit that you have. So you may have an iPhone and it's not able to do WhatsApp or it's not able to go on net because you have not activated. There is something in the setting that can activate and deactivate. Do you understand? So if you are here and you are born again and you are not speaking in tongues, it means time speaking is not activated. Because you are not going to receive a new Holy Spirit. No, it's the same Holy Spirit. Am I preaching to anybody? So if you are here and you don't prophesy, it's not like it's a new Holy Spirit that needs to, no, it's the same Spirit. That is why when we read, it said to one, he gives, the Spirit gives word of wisdom. To another, he gives word of knowledge. To another, he gives discernment of spirit. To another, prophecy. To another. So it's the same spirit you have. It's not new spirit. So if you want to see, if you want to hear, you want to prophesy, you need to begin to talk to God that, you know what, activate this thing. I already have your spirit. Why don't you activate the phone you have? You have iPhone 14. It can do all these things. Just go to the settings and find out what is not functioning. And activate it and certainly it begins to function. Hallelujah. Amen. I see you operating the spirit. Amen. Amen. Now, the one that everybody likes. You see, there's different between gifts and there's different between fruits. Hello. That is why there is something called puberty. What is puberty? Who understands what puberty means? Some uh, customs, they have uh, 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 traditions and things to even celebrate when uh, that season is the age between? Toddler and teenager. Between toddlers and teenagers. Okay. And what, what is so important about uh, being... Uh, 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 in puberty. There are people who have puberty rights. Is it the same thing that you have? Are you here? The same you. At a certain point in time, you cannot reproduce. Hello? The same man, the same woman, at a certain point in time, you cannot reproduce, even if you wanted to. 
because the ability to reproduce, you are not yet there. It takes maturity in order for you to bear fruits. Hello? So you see somebody may be big, nine years, may have breasts, may have everything, may have all the uh, organs, the reproductive organs, but you cannot reproduce until you are matured. So fruit bearing, like trees, you see trees over here, they grow to a certain point before they begin to reproduce. So fruits are born by matured people. It's maturity that causes you to bear fruits. So anytime you see somebody without fruit, one of the signs that is not matured. Hello? You cannot give birth when you are seven years old. Seven-year-old lady, you can't give birth. Even if you want to. You need to mature. Are you here? That is why we have something even called teenage pregnancy. When you give birth, okay, in a, a, a certain area, that it's like, you can, but it's not expected because you have not developed. So it comes with complications and it comes with things because it's like your maturity. You yourself, you have been taken care of. So to take care of another person is. That is the difference between the fruit of the Spirit and the gift of the Spirit. That is why in our church, anyone who gets born again, that same day, you go, you pray, you receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. So the gift, you can give a baby a gift. Don't we go for naming and adoring with gifts? Hello? But have you seen babies bearing fruit? They will have to grow first. So the same way, the fruits of the Spirit are only born by people who have grown and have matured. Hallelujah. But you see, Christians, because the gift is not dependent on maturity. Hello? That is why many people are confused because you can see so many people operating gifts and they are not mature. That's the confusion. You see, somebody sees a vision. Somebody has a dream. Somebody is prophesying, healing, and all that. These are gifts. The gift of the Spirit, you can be given a gift, whether you are old, whether it's a gift. And for a gift, nothing qualifies you for. It's a gift. You don't need to mature. But when it comes to the fruit of the Spirit, a fruit will never hang on a tree until the tree has grown for some time. Can I hear your loudest amen? amen? So many Christians even don't know about the fruit of the Spirit. Or they are not interested. Because for you to bear the fruit of the Spirit, it requires you to mature. Are you here? So you can see that there are, there are people who have fantastic gifts, but their character, their behavior, it, it, you can, you'll be surprised. That, ah, and it leaves so many people confused. How can somebody so godly, so gifted, so anointed, be found doing some of these things? Have you see, heard something like that before? And people are talking, how come? Can a pastor do this? Yeah, there can be gifts that are given to all sorts of people. But it takes maturity or time in order to bear fruit. Hallelujah. And when we read from 1 Corinthians chapter 12, 
Can we please have the scriptures always up? First Corinthians chapter 12. When we started reading from verse number 7, it said, For the manifestation of the Spirit is given to one to profit, given to every man to profit with all. When you continue, move to verse uh, number, I think, 31. Look at verse number 31. Now, after he has spoken about the gift, in fact, from the gift, now he begins to talk about those who operate the gift. The apostles begins to talk about the body being one, but having different parts. They said, we have apostles, we have uh, prophets, we have evangelists, we have pastors and teachers. Then we have also gift of governance. We have helps. Then begins to talk about different gifts that we have. Are you there? But when he's ending, he says, this is the last uh, verse in chapter 12. Can we read it together? One go. He said, but covet honestly the and yet show I unto you the more excellent way. He says you have the gift, but the gift is not the best. When he is ending, he's now telling that, but I'm telling you that covet, be interested to have the best gift. It means that uh, faith is not the best gift. Prophecy is not the best gift. Are you here? Working of miracle, all the gifts that we have spoken about, and all we speak about all this thing fantastic that helps us. But the Bible shows us, it said, but, but covet, can we have it in an English Bible so we will uh, understand what is saying? Okay, let's read it together. One go. So you should earnestly desire the most helpful gifts. But now let me show you a way of life that is best of all. How many want the best of all? Yeah, the fruit is the best of all. The fruit. You see, he speaks about the gifts, and now he comes to talk about the, 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 uh, the best gifts. Hallelujah. And what is the best gift? If you care to know, the Bible was not written in chapters. So the continuation of this, this is the last verse in verse uh, chapter 12. So it continues to chapter 13. And chapter 13 is what we call the, what? The chapter for love. So the love is the best gift. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you here? So let's go to, we'll come here. We'll come here and say now, I will show you the most excellent, the best gift that you need to have. May you have the best gift. Amen. Thank God for prophecy. Thank God for healing. Thank God for the miracle. Thank God for discernment. But there's something better than all the gifts, the nine gifts that we have spoken about. Do you believe it? And that is what we are talking about. The fruit, the fruit of the Spirit. Galatians chapter 5. Galatians chapter 5, verse number 22. Quickly, and we'll be out of here. I'm trying. Can we read it together? Galatians chapter 5, verse number 22. One, go. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such, there is no law. Can we count them? When you count, you see that you have nine also. We had nine gifts of the Spirit. And some people say there are also nine fruits of the Spirit. 
can we count them? But the fruit of the Spirit is what? Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith. How many are they? Okay, continue. Meekness and temperance. Against such, there's no law. So it's nine. Is that not it? But I want you to see something quickly. And if you uh, understand this, we are out of here. It doesn't need to travel far. Hallelujah. How many did you count? Nine fruit of the Spirit. Now, carefully. Bible says, when you look into the Bible, carefully. Bible says, what? But the fruit of the Spirit is what? And if you've been to school for some time, when we are talking and something is poorer, we don't use it. So it's not the fruits of the Spirit. So now, but the fruit of the Spirit is. So some people, which I'm one of them, believe that there's only one fruit of the Spirit. There is only one fruit of the Spirit. And out of it, the others come. The fruit of the Spirit is what? Love. It's not the fruits of the Spirit. In, a, in other words, you cannot have joy without love. In other words, peace comes out of love. In other words, long-suffering, will only, you can only suffer long when you love. In other words, you will be gentle with people when you love the person. In other words, goodness, you will be good to somebody when there is love. And faith will come when you, you love God, then temperance, meekness, you'll be meek. Humility, temperance, all this thing comes out of love. It's just like, listen carefully, if you get this, that's why you say, I show you more excellent way, is the way of love. Tell somebody, love is the key you need. Tell another, but don't play with love. Hallelujah. You know, when we begin to mention fuel, there are different kinds of fuel. I don't know which one your car uses, but we have diesel. We have uh, aviation fuel, which some call kerosene or paraffin. Then we have also petrol. What other fuel do we have? Then we have other petroleum products. Petroleum jelly, we have bitumen, we have asphalt, we have all this. Do you understand? They are all things that come, but you know, they are all coming from crude oil. So crude oil is the main thing. If you have crude oil, you can have you can have uh, diesel. It's the process. It's when crude oil is processed that brings uh, petrol brings diesel, jet fuel, or aviation fuel, kerosene, uh, gasoline. The American people, they call uh, petrol gas. I don't know how different is liquefied petroleum gas. These people, they always want to be different, but it's okay. Are, are you here? Yeah, we have other lubricants, other oils, bitumen, asphalt, petroleum jelly, but all this is coming from what? Crude oil. 
So without crude oil, we will not have uh, diesel. Without crude oil, there will not be uh, petrol. Without crude oil, there will not be paraffin. Without crude oil, there wouldn't be petroleum jelly. There wouldn't be asphalt. There wouldn't be bitumen. So when you have crude oil, you can have all the other things. But having uh, diesel doesn't mean you can have crude oil. Are you understanding that? And I believe that that is what the scripture says. Because when you go to, I will explain it quickly. When you go to First uh, Corinthians chapter 13, let, let's go. Let's go to First Corinthians chapter 13, quickly. He said, though I speak. So he was talking about, you remember we are talking about the gift of the Spirit. Okay? The gift of the Holy Spirit. With the nine of them. Then he says that now let me show you more excellent way. Let me show you the best gift. Then he comes to say that though I speak with tongues of men and of angels, it means that the tongues that we pray, Moka, Moha, there are tongues that sometimes you comes, it's tongues of angels. Some of the tongues, it's not tongues of men, it's tongues of angels. Shabaya. May you speak tongues of angels. But Bible says, even though I speak with tongues of men and of, of angels and I have not charity. Now, the word charity is the Greek word agape. What is agape? It's unfortunate that they translated agape here as charity. So wherever you see charity, you can put love there. Can we see it in the other translation so that we can continue? What does the other translation says? It says, if I could speak with the language of earth and of angels, but did not love others, can you see? I would only be noisy gong or a clinging cymbal. Let, let's go to uh, the King James. So he's showing us, you see that he's introducing the more excellent. Are you there? So if if I speak with the tongues of men and tongues of angels and I have not love or charity, according to the Bible, it says, but I become as sounding brass or tinkling cymbal. Let's continue. Verse number two. And though I have the gift of prophecy, which we have spoken about the gift. Were you here? The gift of prophecy. And understand all mysteries. It means not only prophecy, you get word of wisdom, word of knowledge to understand what is happening. Do you understand? So wisdom and knowledge comes to give you understanding. And understand all mysteries and all knowledge. And though I have what? All faith, the power gifts, so that I could remove mountains and have not what? Charity or love. I am nothing. How many want to be nothing? So, that's what I want to show you more. That's why you don't need to joke with what I'm talking about. Many people, you like it when I'm talking. I was talking about the gift of the Spirit. But as I'm talking about the fruit of the Spirit, you are quiet. You are quiet. You want prophecy. You want a word of knowledge. Word of, all this thing by the grace of God. You have seen it right here in this church that it operates. Hallelujah. But there's a more excellent way. Hallelujah. May you have the fruit of the Spirit. Receive the fruit of the Spirit. Hallelujah. That's why you see that even as he's talking about it, he's not talking about if you don't have joy, if you don't have patience, if you, every one of it. So even here, 
is talking about the fruit of the Spirit, the more excellent way. Though I have the gift of prophecy. Let's read it together. Go. And understand all mysteries and all knowledge and all faith. So I could remove mountains and have no charity. I am nothing. Verse number three. Let's continue. And though I bestowed all my goods to feed the poor, and though I gave my body to be burned and have not love, love or charity, it profited me nothing. It means when you are giving, you are doing things and you don't have love. It should profit you something, but because you don't have love, you are not doing what you are doing out of love. It profited you nothing. Verse number four. Listen to this. It said, charity. Let's think before you, you continue. Love what? Are, what is long suffering? Long suffering is patient. You see, but when you go to the other side, he said, now the fruit of the spirit is love. Then he begins to mention joy, patience. But here he's showing, he said, charity is what causes you to suffer long. So all the rest that has been listed there, that they are all fruit. He said, that no, it comes out of charity or it comes out of love. Hallelujah. So now he said, charity. Can we have uh, other? Okay, maybe we should finish this one quickly and we see from others. He said, Charity suffereth long. In other words, love is what causes you to have patience. Love is what? And is kind. When you go there, you see that there's kindness and goodness. But he said, charity is what causes you to be kind or be good. Charity what? Not that you are there, you said, uh, there's a special fruit. No, it's the love that causes you not to envy. Charity vaunted not itself. Charity is not puffed up. It's not proud. It's not boastful. Does not behave itself unseemingly. Verse number five. Do not behave. Still talking about charity or love. Love that does not behave itself unseemingly. Seeketh not her own. It's not what easily provoked. That is meekness. When you are humble. You are not easily provoked. Think at no evil. Hmm? Goodness, gentleness. Let's continue. Child, rejoice it, not in joy, but rather what? Rejoice it in truth. The joy is it, it's charity or is love that brings joy. Can we continue? Beareth all things, endurance, long suffering, temperance. Believeth all things, hope all things, endureth what? All things. Self-control. Can you see it? Continue. Charity never, love never fail. But whether there be prophecies, they shall fail. Whether there be tongues, they shall cease. Whether there be what? Knowledge, they shall vanish away. Let's take it from the English Bible. So, this uh, short exhortation, instead of concentrating that, I want joy, I want this. When you focus on love, all the rest will come. Hallelujah. 
Are you here this uh, afternoon? Okay. From the English Bible, what does it say? Love is pay. Do, do you understand? So patient or long-suffering is love. Love is what causes you to be patient. So your beloved who is not patient with you. Hello? Are you here? Love is what? And love is? Yeah. When you go to the Galatians chapter 5, verse number 22 to 23, you see that it said the fruit of the Spirit. Then it mentioned kindness. But here we are learning that it's actually love that causes somebody to be kind. And even in the Galatians chapter 5.22, it did not say now the fruits of the Spirit are. It said the fruit of the Spirit is. And if the translator did their work well, they would have introduced a column. That is to say, you will have joy, you will have peace. You have long suffering. You have, do, do you understand? In other words, out of love is coming all these things. Hallelujah. Put your hands together for Jesus. <laughs> Amen. So the more excellent, but you see, this is what I'm saying. Say, I show you what? More excellent way. He said, covet the most important. And many people, as we are talking about love, you are not tickled. I'm sure you prefer prophecy and gift of faith more than love. But yeah, the Bible says, I show you what? More excellent way. Are you here? May you have love. Let, let's finish quickly. Then we will. Love is, let's start together. One go. Love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. Does not demand its own way. That is love. It, it's not irritable. That is self-control. Love control. control. If you read the other one, you see, when you take your time and you read it, you can see that every one of it has a corresponding uh, 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 one in the Galatians. It's not irritable. See, if you cannot control yourself, that's when you are always irritated. Love is not irritable. Uh -huh. Let's continue. And yeah, it keeps no record of being wronged. Hmm? <laughs> Verse number six. It does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices when the truth wins out. Seven. Love never gives up. Tell somebody, don't give up on me. Have you noticed that God never gives up on us? Okay. Let's continue. Never loses faith. Can you see? One of the gifts, uh, the fruit that we say is faith. But we are seeing that it's love that never loses faith. Hallelujah. Are you here? Always hopeful. Love is always hopeful. And endures through every endures through every circumstance. Meekness. Meekness is the ability to endure adverse and unpleasant things without the thoughts or the, the, the knowledge of revenge. 
Do you understand? Sometimes you are going through things, but you are saying that hmm, I'm coming to revenge. <laughs> Will you let me finish? Let me finish. So I, 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 I will show you. Verse number eight. I will read something for you, then we'll be out of here. Verse number eight. Let's read. Prophecies and speaking in unknown language and special knowledge will become useless, but love will last. Hallelujah! Love will last forever. So why do you want to spend all your time to have something that will not last forever? Love is the ultimate. Tell somebody, love is the key you need. Tell the person, if you can love me, oh, it will be well with us. Love will bring patience. In fact, they say love is patient. Are you there? Listen to what Jesus said in John chapter 13, verse number 34 and 35. John chapter 13, verse number 34 and 35. The Bible says, hmm? So now I am giving you a new commandment. Love each other just as I have loved you. You should love each other. This is the new commandment. Are you here? So the new commandment that God gave us, verse number 35, it says, your love for one another will prove to the world that you are my disciples. Hallelujah. Amen. And when you come to 1 John chapter 3, verse number 14, quickly, we need to be going. 1 John chapter 3, verse number 14. Bible says, if we love our Christian brothers, let's let take it yeah, and sisters, it proves that we have passed from death unto life. But a person who has no love is still dead. So God is showing us, hello, is showing us that the proof that you are born again is not that you are speaking in tongues. The proof that you are going to heaven, it's not because of the time that you speak. The proof that you have passed from spiritual death when we were not born again and you have passed on to life, spiritual life that is in Christ Jesus. The proof of this is that you love your brother and your sister. So your hatred for your brother and for your sister is a sign that you are not born again. Let's see the verse number uh, 15. Listen to this. So anyone who hates another brother or sister is really a murderer at heart in the spirit. Ask the person, who do you hate? Tell the person, you, you are an armed robber for hating me. <laughs> Let's continue. And you know that murderers don't have eternal life within them. Hallelujah. So we are seeing that Look, the absence of love in your life is actually a sign that you are not born again. What makes you really a born again believer and Christian is the love you have for one another. That is why Paul will write in Ephesians chapter 1 verse 15. He said, Wherefore, I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus, and what? Love unto the saints. Your faith, we thank God. But where is your love? Love unto the saint. This is what makes us know. Because if you have received Christ, you have received God, you are born again, you are in Christ. God that you receive, the sign that you have received God. 
is the love that you have. Is that not what the Bible says? First John chapter uh, 4, verse number 7. Quickly. First John chapter 4, verse number 7 and 8. Let's see. Beloved, let us love one another. For love is of God. And everyone that loveth is born of God and knoweth God. H. He that loveth not knoweth not God. For, for God is, God does not have love. God is love. So when you are in God, so when you got born again, if you say you have accepted God, what came to you is love. So it's not possible for you to say you are born again and you don't love. Am I, am I, am I, is it, is it a scripture? Is it there? So look, tell the person that thank you for your gifts. I want to see your love. Tell the person, I'm not even sure whether this gift is a proper gift without love. Hallelujah. Are you a servant of God? Are you a servant of God? Then you are a servant of love. Are you a minister of God? Then you are a minister of love. Because God is love. Hallelujah. God has called us to love. <laughs> Amen. That is says, I'm showing you more excellent way. This is the best way. Love. 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 And it looks like love. Love is not so major. Love is everything. God is love. Anyone who loves, know God. And anyone who loves not, know it not God. Because God is love. You need to have God in order for you to love. That's why you can attend to somebody you don't know from anywhere. You don't know her from Adam. It's not your mother's uh, daughter. It's not your father's son. You don't know the person, but you are kind. You, you love the person. You are compassionate. You, you want to see something good happen to this person. That is why you go out of your way to constrain and to bring people who are otherwise going to hell. It is only the love of God. It is only the love of God that will cause somebody to die for me and for you. It is the love of God that will let Stephen say that, Lord, as they are stoning him and he was dying, to say that, please don't lay whatever they are doing into their charges. You may think that it's the only Jesus who said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they are doing. But in Acts chapter 7, I believe 58 and 59, Stephen also spoke. Stephen was not a son of God. He was just one of us. But when he got born again, people were stoning him. They were killing him. But he was so filled with love. They said, Lord, don't lay this thing against their charges. Are we there? Can we have the scripture, please? They cast him out of the city and stoned him. And the witnesses laid down their clothes at the young man's feet, whose name was Saul. 59. And they stoned Stephen, calling upon God and saying, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. But uh, find it and put it there. Yeah, 60. And he knelt down and cried with a loud voice, Lord, lay not this sin to their charges. Somebody that is being stoned, is being stoned. If it were you, you would be cursing. I'm saying that if it were you, even the stone will not hit you. You will be, you will be cursing. Are you here? 
I tell you, may, may, may you have the love, the truth. You see, without love, you, you, you are not a Christian. That's why he said, this is the new. What did Jesus say? He said, the greatest commandment, the first commandment, and the greatest is to love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. And the second is like unto the first, is to love your neighbor as yourself. If you really love, you will not gossip about your friend. If you love your neighbor, you will not steal from him. If you love your neighbor, you will not kill the person. So the Ten Commandments that we have, that shall not steal, that shall not kill. If you have love, that's what the Bible says. Jesus said that these two commandments, on it hangs all the law, all the laws. If you have love, hallelujah. In other words, if you have God, you don't need any commandment. If God is resident in you, you don't need any rules because you will be a loving person. Hallelujah. Matthew chapter 5, verse number 44. Matthew chapter 5, verse 44. As we try to end, what does the Bible say? Can we read it together one? Go. But I say unto you, love your enemies. Bless them that curse you. Do good to them that hate you. And pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you. Wow, this is love. Love in action. It said what? Love your enemies. Instead of cursing your enemies, Lord, I pray, say, Bible said that love your enemies. Tell somebody your prayer must change. Ask the person, say, when was the last time you loved your enemies? Bless them that curse you. Can you do that? And these are the words of Jesus. If you have a good Bible, it's a red letter Bible. Do good to them that what? Hate you. Somebody hates you. Somebody hates you. And you are doing good to the person. Can you see? You are seeing love at work. And pray for them. That what? Despitefully use you and persecute you. Verse number 45. Continue. That ye may be what? The children of your father which is in heaven. For he maketh his son to rise on the evil and on the good. And sendeth rain. On the just and the unjust. It says, you become a child. You become a child of your father in heaven. You become a child of love. Your father is love. Hallelujah. Amen. So when you begin to love those who hate you, can you believe that God is waiting to save people who are even blaspheming against his name? People who are doing, I don't know how he does it. But he sees all the wrong things that people are doing. And he waits patiently. That's why love is patient. He suffers long. He suffers. Are you here? Yeah. So the love is the greatest. May, may you have the greatest of all. And if you are not born again, you cannot have love. I'm not talking about lust or infatuation. That's why people who don't love, Today, they love you. Tomorrow, they have found somebody else. 
That's why sometimes when somebody comes and say, Pastor, I love, I say, you know what, give it time. Less than two months, so I think that I, I, I was mistaken. <laughs> Within a month, somebody has brought four people. I love this. I, love, I say, how can, can you love the whole people in the world? What are you doing? Are you here? But I see the love of God constraining you. Look at Romans chapter 5, verse number 5. Romans chapter 5, verse number 5. Quickly, and we'll be going. Let's read together one go. And hope maketh not ashamed, because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Spirit, which is given unto us. Hallelujah. So God is showing us that how did this love come? How did we get born again? Our born again experience is by the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. And said that the Holy Spirit also brought love. So the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts, in our spirit. So if you're a Christian and you are truly born again, you can love. You cannot say, I cannot bear this. Love bears all things. I cannot stand this. Love stands all things. I cannot endure this. Love endures all things. Love is patient. You can believe. You can do. Hallelujah. Are you here? That is why you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. May you have the fruit of the Spirit. Are you there? I say may you have the fruit of the Spirit. So quickly I will just try and read the definitions of the things that uh, we've spoken about and will be out of here. Is that okay? Is that okay? Okay. So, the fruit of the Spirit. The first one, or the fruit of the Spirit, is love. What is love? A strong, ardent, tender, compassionate devotion to the well-being of someone. When you love, patient, all these things, it's summarized in this. A very strong, ardent to the well-being of others compassionate devotion to the well-being of others. Tell somebody, I need some tender, loving care from you. <laughs> Tell somebody, be gentle with me. Tell another person, I know you are helping me. But do it passionately. That is why Jesus going on the cross, the movie is called The Passion of Christ. And that word passion, you find it in Acts chapter 1. Bible said that after his passion, he did not j- just die. He passionately gave his life to die. Oh, that was love. Sometimes, can I tell you something? The opposite of love is not hatred. Do you know that? If somebody does not love you, he will not also hate you. When love goes out, what you have is called indifference. It's not passion. There's no, it's not passionate. Love causes the person to... Uh, uh, there is some, some, some vum in everything the person... Is. There is a vim. There is oomph. A certain oomph with what the person... But when love goes out, the oomph goes away. It's like a dress that has faded. When your dress fades, you are not naked. Hello? 
I'm saying a new dress is very colorful, but when it fades, you are not naked. But the color of the dress is gone. It's become pale. So when love goes, you will never hate the person. But you become indifferent. When there's love, you see that there's activity. The oomph is there. You want to. So, my sister, find out whether there's love in the relationship. Number two, joy. So, the Greek word for love is agape. Agape, you can add it to your name. Hmm? Sia agape, something then. Or sibusiso agape, you add something. It means you love. Number two, joy. The Greek word is para. The emotional excitement, gladness, delight. Mm-hmm. Blessings received or expected for self and others. Joy. The emotional. So these are the fruit of the spirit. When love is there, it causes you. That's why the, the permanent state of a, a good Christian is joy. Joy is not as a result of you being paid or not. No. What makes you happy is what is happening. But joy is a fruit that is born through the spirit. Hallelujah. So you may not have money, but you are very joyful. You don't have what it takes to do what you want to do, but you have joy. You have not lose your mind. Are you there? Okay. The wise men came to Jesus and they were joyful. Zacharias was joyful when Jesus came to him. Do you remember the triumphant entry of Jesus into Jerusalem? All the people were rejoicing. Yeah. The lame guy who was healed, Bible said that he lived and walked. It was, there was joy. Okay, peace. Greek word is Irene. Irene, just like Irene, but you begin with E. E E-I-R-E-N-E. Irene. This state of soft quietness, rest, repose, harmony, security in the midst of turmoil, in the midst of strife, in the midst of temptation, you are still, you are quiet, you have rest, that is peace. May you have peace. I say may you have peace. You know, do you know that one of the group of people who commit suicide a lot are comedians? They make everybody laugh and they cannot laugh. You hear that a comedian is committed. It's so common. So somebody making you to laugh doesn't mean. That's why if you are experienced, you notice that what you need in life is the peace of mind. You will need the fruit of the spirit. After all, you have used the gift. You have even conjured mountain to appear. Notice that you want peace of mind. When you go home, receive peace of mind. One day, a certain brother, he had clothes from work and he was not going to the house. He was moving around. He said, why are you not going? So he's he's waiting for the wife to sleep. (laughs) 
May your husband not be driving around waiting for you to sleep. May there be peace in your home. I pray for peace of mind in the name of Jesus. The next one is long-suffering, which is patience. And the Greek word is microtumia. Yeah, everybody cannot be John. Everybody cannot be James. We can, some can be micro, micro T. You can give it to your son, micro T. <laughs> to bear long with the frailties, offenses, injuries, provocation of others without memory or resentment. Microtumia, long-suffering. Gentleness. The Greek word is what? Christotis. Christotis. A disposition to be gentle, soft-spoken, kind, even-tempered, cultured, refined in character and in conduct. Christotis. Yeah, if you see that the Girl is too boisterous. Name her Christotis. Gentleness will come over her. Goodness is Agate Sune. Yeah, Agate Sune. The state of being good, kind, virtuous, benevolent, generous, godlike in life and conduct. That is goodness. Then faith is pistis. The living and divine implantation required and created principle inwardly and wholeheartedly wholehearted sorry wholehearted confidence assurance trust and reliance in god and all his ways hallelujah meekness i'm reading the uh, so that you know what it is what is meekness the Greek word is priatis. Priatis. Is it in your this, this oh, what, is, what do you have? Um meekness is see all this there. Just is, is there in her Bible. If you have Dick's Bible, you will see all this there. The disposition to be kind, indulgent, balance in tempest, passions, and patience in long suffering. Injuries without the feeling of revenge. And the last but not the least is temperance. Enkratia. Enkratia. That's the Greek word. And it means self-control. And moderation in the indulgence of appetites and passion. Hallelujah. Well... Ladies and gentlemen, these are the list that when love comes, it will give rise to all the rest that we have. Are you there? Yeah. So I pray that you have the fruit of the Spirit. May you love. May the love of God constrain you. May you love your neighbor. Love your enemy. Do good to those who despitefully use you. In the name of Jesus, may the love of God constrain you. May the love of God be shed abroad your hearts. May the true love of God be your portion. Yeah, may we love one another. By this, all will know that we are his disciples.
when we have love for one another. Hallelujah. And the best of it all, he said, beloved, beloved, let us love one another. Because what? Love is of God. And he that loveth knoweth God and is born of God. And he that loveth not knoweth not God because love, God is love. Hallelujah. I pray. I pray. See, it looks, it looks like it's, a, it's not really powerful. But what is the thing that has conquered the whole world? Jesus by his love. Jesus by his love. He never had an army. He just had fishermen and other small, small boys. But love is conquered the whole world. Love is the greatest. Hallelujah. Look at First uh, Corinthians chapter 12, verse number 31. He said, I show you more excellent way. I, I am giving you the best of the gifts. Hallelujah. Do you want the best of the gifts? Or you, you want the uh, uh, any gift at all? Yeah. But covet earnestly the best gifts. Hallelujah. And yet I show you a more excellent way. Tell somebody, love is the excellent way. Tell another person, in all you're getting, get love. Tell the person, love never fails. You have tried shouting. You have tried beating. You have tried reporting. You have tried, try love. Love never fails. Hallelujah. Are there things that you've tried that did not work? Based on the scripture, go and try love. Bible says, love what? Never fails. Love will never. Anything that you tried, it did not work. Try love. Love never fails. Your business will not fail because there's love. Amen. And if you know, the Bible says, even your faith, it works by love. So whatever you believe, in Galatians chapter 5, verse number 6, Bible says that in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision or uncircumcision availeth anything. But what? Faith which worketh by love. Are you here? Yeah. So even your faith that you will do well, your faith that you will prosper, your faith that you will get married, the faith that you will drive a car, the faith that you have your own business, the faith that you'll be a millionaire, the faith that everything that you have faith for, Bible said it works by love. Hallelujah. In, unless you are not in Christ Jesus. In Christ Jesus, neither circumcision availeth anything, nor uncircumcision, but what? Faith which worketh by love. Tell somebody, let's specialize on love. Because all of us, you see, we are called people of faith. And the Bible is saying that our faith is going to work by love. It's just like being given a car, and they are telling that this car uses only diesel. You put kerosene in, it will not work. Do you, do you understand? Faith which worked by love. Hallelujah. I pray that you, you will love. I pray that you will be a specialist of love. I pray that your love will be very big. May you be referred to as the woman who loves. The lady who is full of love. That loving guy. That may love. You see, we have preferred the gift more than the fruits. But we have learned that, look, ask for gift, anyone, anyone. That's why you can see people are in sin, but they're operating gifts. 
people are doing wrong things, but they are having gifts. I don't know how, because the Bible also says that the giftings and the calling of God is without repentance. So the gift can be given to you. When God gave Lucifer gift to walk in the uh, fire and all that, when he was sad, well, he did not take the gift. That's why we have black magic. That's why we have San Gomez. These are Lucifer's uh, 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 apprentices that is helping. So the gift, the guy has been demoted, has been taken away from heaven. But the things that he had, you can see that God did not take it. That is why you shouldn't be surprised that a, a sinner, a bad man is working a miracle. Yeah, but the good person will always have love. Hallelujah. Love is the ultimate. Hallelujah. May, may the love of God constrain you. May you be filled with love. May the love that you have cause you to do more for God. May you love God with all your hearts. May the greatest and the first commandment, may it be your portion in the name of Jesus. May you love your neighbor as yourself. Uh, may whatever you do, may the reason be love. May your motive be love. May love be the unspoken reason for whatever you do. Hallelujah. If we can master this and we operate by love, we will never be surprised. We will have boldness in the day of judgment. In the day of judgment, whatever we have done, if it is out, out of love, oh, it will be the best thing that has happened to us. But if it's out of hypocrisy, lies, and, and, and different things, you see that we cannot stand the test of time. I pray for you that we will go for the fruit of the Spirit. Hallelujah. The excellent way, the best way, receive love. May the love of God constrain us in the name of Jesus. And may his love be shed abroad our hearts in Jesus' mighty name. Tell the person sitting by you, I love you. And you can do nothing about that. Tell the person, I love you more than you love me. Ask the person, how much is your love? Like the song our sister uh, asked. Do you remember that when Jesus came to Peter, he did not ask him, will you preach? He said, do you love me? Peter, do you love Three times. Love will cause you to do what God wants you to do. Receive the love of God. In the name of Jesus. Stand to your feet. And let's go. Listen to me. I want you to pray for yourself. I want you to pray for yourself. I want you to lay your hands on your heart and pray that Lord fill me with your love. Thank you for the tongues. Thank you for the discernment of spirit. Thank you for the gift. But Lord, I need the fruit of the spirit. Love. Oh yes. The love of God. The love of the agape. The unconditional love. The unconditional love. The unconditional love. Moka barole mahata barole. Oh yes. That whilst we were yet sinners, Jesus loved us enough to die for us. While we were yet sinners, God loved us and He sent His only begotten Son to die in our place. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Maluba Rans 5:8 Limo Suta Bande. Oh yes. Romans 5.8. Oh yes. Listen to this. Look at 
that scripture. It is only love. I think that even as I am preaching, I'm even understanding love more. It is said, but God commanded his love towards me and you, towards us, in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Can you believe that God did not wait for us to change? When we were his enemies, we're doing wrong things. He loved us to the extent that he asked his only begotten son to die for me and you. That is love. Hallelujah. Somebody is doing something that is, is you don't like it, but you, you are going to love. Hallelujah. You've tried everything. It has not worked. It is time for you to try love. Lift your voice. Pray for yourself. Say, Lord, I need your love. I need your love. I pray for love. Oh, that I will love. Just as you have loved me. May love be my reason. May love be the motive. Lord, oh God. Man to leave my heart. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. Oh, yes. The fruit of the Spirit. The fruit of the Spirit. The fruit of the Spirit. Love. The fruit of the Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus, we give you all the glory. Amen. Now, please, if you are here, close your eyes with me. Wherever you are, I want to pray with you. If you are here, somebody invited you or you came on your own. Perhaps you've been coming, but this afternoon, you want to receive the love of God. Bible says, while we were yet sinners, God loved us. He commanded his love towards us while we were yes in this. God did not wait for us to change. That is your story. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me and pray for me. I want to receive the love of God. I want to receive Jesus Christ as my personal Savior. I want to be born again. I don't know much. I don't understand at all. But all I want to say is that I want to give my life to Jesus. I don't want to go to hell. I would like to be in heaven. I would like to be where God is. I would like to be where Jesus is when this life is over. Stand wherever you are. If this is what you are saying, lift only your right hand and I'll pray with you. Lift it high above your head. Lift it high above your head. Keep it lifted. Father, I pray for everyone. Please lift it high. We are praying. Acknowledge God. I pray for every hand that is lifted. Lord, may the grace of God that brings salvation be our portion. Lord, whilst we were yesterday, you commanded your love towards us. You did not wait for us to change. We thank you and we bless you for what you have done. Now, please, you have lifted your hand. I want you to move and come to me. I want to pray with you. My sister, invite. Yes, come. Come, my sister, come. Yes, you lifted your hand. Come, my brother. You lifted your hand from the back everywhere, quickly. My sister there, yes. Come. Come. You lifted your hand. Let's pray together quickly. God bless you. 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 Quickly. Quickly. Right here. I'm waiting for you. You lifted your hand. I'm waiting. Come. Come, my sister. Come, my brother. From the back. Everywhere. Come. Jesus. Come. 
I'm waiting for you. If you are coming, be quick. We are just about to go. From the back, from everywhere. God bless you. Stand right here. God bless you. God bless you. If you are in front here, lift your hand. Lift your hand to Jesus and say this prayer with me. Say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. This afternoon, I come to you just as I am. Please forgive me and wash me with your blood. I am sorry for all my sins. I am sorry for all my mistakes. And I repent. Say, Lord Jesus, I believe in you. You are the son of God. You died for me and you rose again. Lord Jesus, I receive you into my heart as the Savior, the Lord, and the Master over my soul. Thank you, Jesus, for dying for me. Thank you, Jesus, for saving my life. From today, I belong to you. I am yours. I will follow you all the days of my life. Please write my name in the book of life. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, we thank you for the life of your wonderful children. We pray with them and we pray for them. That the grace of God that brings salvation will appear to everyone here. May their life change. May they never be the same. Let power change hands. Use them. Bless them. And let them know you and walk with you all the days of their lives. In Jesus' name, amen. We hope you've been blessed by the Word of God. Please worship with us every Sunday at 10 a.m. at LCI Megachurch, Lewisham Way, 79 Parklands Main Road, Cape Town, South Africa.